The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a special weekend edition of the Valentine's News Podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine. We've had so much good content here on Big Blue View Radio recently. I've had, as guests on my show, I've had former Minnesota Vikings general manager Jeff Diamond. I've had former New York Giant place kicker Lawrence Tynes. Quarterback guru Tony Rassiopi. Over on the Chris and Joe show, we've had Ben Solak of the Draft Network and Emery Hunt of Football Game Plan as Chris Flum and Joe DeLeon begin to get you guys ready for the 2020 NFL Draft. So that, to be honest, is why we're actually bringing you a a weekend edition. We've had so many good guests and so much going on that uh, here on the Valentine's Views podcast, we really haven't had an opportunity to fully preview Sunday's Giants Bears game and to do that I'm going to uh, to bring in special guest Lester Wilt Fong who writes for SB Nation's Bears website Windy City Gridiron let's get right to the interview that I did with Lester and uh, after that you'll hear a uh, a quick break for a word from our sponsors and then you'll hear a couple of of clips from Thursday press conferences from offensive coordinator Mike Shula and defensive coordinator James Betcher. Hope you enjoy. Giants fans, I'm joined now by Lester Wiltfong of SB Nation's Chicago Bears website, Windy City Gridiron, as we continue to get you guys ready for Sunday's Giants-Bears game. Lester, thank you very much for coming on for a few minutes. Uh, no problem, Matt. How you doing today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Listen, you know, neither one of our teams has uh, has met expectations this year. No. <laughs> um, you know, it's probably a little bit less surprising for the Giants to be struggling than, than it is, at, you know, for the Bears to be struggling at this point. I think when you and I talked in the summer, you know, we talked about the Bears – as a as a Super Bowl contender, and you know that that was your expectation that that they'd be in that mix, and you know they're four and six right now. 
and probably not making the playoffs. I mean, how disappointed are you and how disappointed are, are, are Bears fans at this point? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those situations where, you know, coming off the 12-4 and 4 season last year, you know, the, the playoff game was, was, was a tough pill to swallow. But, you know, we expected that, that that would be something that would drive this team forward. I mean, it was the defense had pro bowlers and, 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 and all pros at each level. You know, they were young and ascending units still, even though they were one of the best in the league last year. And then that offense, you know, even though they were kind of a, a middle of the pack, you know, they showed enough flashes and they had enough young talent where you figure, you know, this group will take a, another step in, in second year of the Matt Nagy system. And that hasn't happened. I mean, the offense has regressed to the point where it's affecting the entire team. You know, the defense is on the field too much. The defense has to play more uh, more close to the vest there. They can't they can't take any chances. You know, they, they never get a chance to have a lead. So they're always playing from behind. And the offense's regression has really hurt this entire team. And obviously, a lot of that regression, of course, is you know centers around the quarterback. It centers yep. around Mitchell Trubisky. And I guess what I need to ask you, and I think I already know the answer to this. Obviously, Trubisky in his third year, I think we know that he's not going to be, you know, ever really probably be among the top top tier of quarterbacks in the yeah. league at this point is there a way forward beyond this year for the bears with trubisky or or do they simply need to go out and find someone else before their window closes you know i, I think what trubisky is he, i mean there's chance for him to come back from this you know it's happened you know few and, and, and far between with players in the nfl where a player has struggled early in his career and then they found some life later but usually that happens on another team. So with Trubisky, yes, he has a, 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 a one more year on the contract, so he'll probably be in Chicago again, you know, next year. But you know, you just cannot go into a season with with the defense as as good as this one is, and then you know enough young skill players on that offense with a quarterback that can't make the simple play. So you know, he's obviously going to have the rest of the season to try and get things figured out. Um, if he if he has a, a miraculous a, 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 a comeback season here, maybe they they roll with a, a lesser veteran. But if he keeps playing like he is playing now, they have to get a veteran that can come in and be a starter next season. Whether that's a trade for Cam Newton, whether it's a, a, a guy in, 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 in free agency like Marcus Mariota or, or Ryan Tannehill. Again, these aren't great names here, but the way the Bears' offense is going now, it'll be an upgrade over uh, Mitch Trubisky. Well, let me ask you this. You have Trubisky. Giants have their own young quarterback, obviously, first-round pick in Daniel Jones. Given your choice between the two of those guys right now, which one would you take? Right now it's Jones, you know, but but I I, I will say that, you know, it's still early in Jones's career. And at, at this point, you know, last year, you know, what I said about Trubisky when people were asking me is, oh, is, is he the guy? And then I'd say, you know, it's still too early to tell. You know, you really don't know about a young quarterback, you know, until he gets a few years down the road. So this is Hitrisky's third year now. I think we're kind of seeing the, the regression. Like I said, he could bounce back, but he can't. But, but with Jones, you know, he's had flashes. He, he looks to be able to read a defense a little better that in his early stages of his career than Trubisky can right now in year three. So, so the, the easy answer is Jones. But, you know, I'm not ready to say that he's going to be the savior of, of the Giants franchise. You know, he still has a long way to go on that. I guess, you know, my personal take on that is I think I would take Jones simply yeah. because we know less about we know, we know less about him at this point. We know a little bit less about 
his weaknesses and as far as what he's going to be, uh, yeah. I think is still a little bit more of an unknown. So I might take the upside. That's that's the hope that Giants fans have right now is they have a young quarterback that's ascending, and that hope is pretty much out the window for, for the most part for Chicago. So uh, what about uh, what about Matt Nagy? I mean, you know, obviously last year, you know, everybody thought he was wonderful, you know, and obviously you know, darts get fired at coaches when. Uh, when when things don't go well, I mean, how much of of what's going on with Chicago this year could could you pin maybe on 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 Nagy on the job he's done? Yeah, I mean, he deserves a, a big portion of the blame as well. I mean, last year he he made a lot of a, a lot of good decisions. You know, this season, you know, he has a struggling offense and he's not willing to do what it takes to fix it. You know, a good example of that is we saw in the game with the Rams against the Bears. You saw uh, Coach Sean McVay. He totally changed his offensive system. He does not want to run the ball like he was doing in that game. But he knew with the struggling offense, with the struggling quarterback, he had to make some changes in order to get a win. That's something that Matt Nagy has not you know, shown a willingness to do this season. Um, the Bears have had some success running out of the I formation, and that's something that, the, that Matt Nagy doesn't really want to do. So it's like he's trying to force feed his version of his offense onto his team, and they're not able to execute it. Oh, sadly, Lester, that sounds all too familiar. <laughs> yeah, you know that happens with, with a bunch of young coaches, and unfortunately, if if that young coach can't learn how to stop being so stubborn and be more flexible, then they they're not going to be a coach much longer. And that's the situation I think we're in in Chicago. You know, Matt Nagy has to find a way uh, to get out of his own stubborn head and do what it takes to win. And then at some point, he may get the players in place where he can run what he wants, his vision. But until that time, you know, do what your players can do. You know, Lester, it happens with. Older veteran, <laughs> second time head coaches too. Um, yeah. Did, did I did I just say something about Pat Shermer? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things that happens, and and, and the, the successful coaches can adapt, and and the guys that can't adapt, you know, they, they make it a, a gig here and there, but you know, they're not going to have that long term success that a guy like uh, like like Bill Belichick does because he adapts, you know, his scheme and his offense pretty much every year from in, in pretty much in, in a week to week basis. Do what it takes to win. Yeah, it's it's an amazing thing, Lester, and it's an amazing thing that that you know, I don't know I always find when you listen to coaches, you read what coaches say. Coaches love to say it's about the players and not the plays. Yeah. And then when they turn around and call plays or call defensive schemes, you 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 tend to find out that for many of them it actually is about the plays or the schemes. Yeah, that's. I think they they they, they all have a bit of an ego to a point, and uh, they just got to get out of their own way. I mean, like the, the great coaches through the years have done that. You know, yeah, they have that 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 ego mentality where they you know it's it's their way or the highway. But at some point, you know, you got to deal with what you got, and if what you got, like for the bear situation, you know, Trubisky can't make plays from the pocket. He just can't do it. So you have to roll him out. You have to do more play action. You have to do some more more running. And he's shown uh, un- he's, that he's unwilling to do that right now. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Sunday in particular. I mean, if if you look at this from a Giants perspective, how would you look at this as it, if the Giants are going to go into Chicago and pull what would be an upset? I think it's a six-point spread right now, and the Giants have lost six in a row. If they're going to go into Chicago – and break that losing streak, 
How do you think the game is going to unfold? Um, I think the Giants have a good chance to win this game. Uh, they have to do what most teams have done. You know, they, 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 they pass rush to keep Trubisky in the pocket. You know, even though Trubisky doesn't want to get outside, he seems to be more content to stay in the pocket, whether that's his decision or this coaching decision. You know, he's been in the pocket more. And in a lot of defenses, they have been playing him that way. They've been spying him a little bit. You know, they've, they've been doing a, a, a contained rush from the outside to keep him inside. And you want to make him be a quarterback, and right now he can't do that. So if you guys keep him in the pocket, you make him make decisions, I think you guys have a good chance to win this game. Oh, Giants fans would uh, Giants fans would love to come out of uh, come out of Chicago with a victory. You know, yeah. it's it's one of those deals for the Giants where they've lost some games this year where you think they they should have won, um, but maybe you know maybe you go into Chicago and, and and get a victory, and the rest of the year can be uh, a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, right now the Giants and Bears are in the same situation. They're both trying to play spoiler. I know the Bears have a bunch of playoff teams at the end of the season. I'm not sure about the Giants' schedule, but when you're a struggling franchise and there's no playoff really really hopes there, that's all you can hope for is to show some improvement towards the end and, and play spoiler. All right, Lester, thank you very much for joining me. Um, you know, good luck on Sunday. And uh, it looks like uh, I think the way that the way the – the uh, NFL schedule might be uh, unfolding. You know, we might be doing this again next season. That's the way it looks. They're both in third place right now, so we should do it again. All right, thank you very much. We'll talk to you Anytime, again. Anytime, Ed. Have a good one. All right, bye-bye. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or two million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This clip is Giants offensive coordinator Mike Shula talking about Chicago pass rushers Khalil Mack and Leonard Floyd. Yeah, I mean, we, those guys are really good players, and they're not the only two that can rush the passer. But, yeah, we have to mix our protections. We have to get the ball out. We've got to stay out of third and long. Um, you know, as we say, as we hear, stay ahead of the chains and stay on schedule. Uh, and then whether or not it's having a guy help chip, as, as we say. Um, but 
and you can't do it every play. And they know that. They're good at that, and they, they're not just good pass rushers. They have good schemes, um, and they understand when you're trying to keep guys in, it's harder to throw the ball down the field with less guys. So it's going to be a, a combination of all those things. And we got to be able to, you know, make things happen on first and second now. Stay out of there. Make, make first downs on first and second now. This is defensive coordinator James Betcher talking about what he needs to see for the remainder of the season from struggling first-year cornerback DeAndre Baker. You know, I, I, I think they're um, very similar to some of our other guys that are young players, first, second, third-year players, that um, there's some snaps they all want back. Uh, I think he probably would be included. I want some snaps back for him, and he wants them back too. And I think, but the thing that that uh, Bake has shown me is that he's willing to come to work. That he comes in the meeting room, and if something's wrong, he doesn't. You know, I would worry if we're sitting in the meeting room, he didn't own a mistake. That's when I would worry. But I I don't worry because because he owns whatever the correction needs to be, whether it's on him and 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 uh, hey, it might have been on someone else too. You know, sometimes uh, when you watch when you just watch the tape. If you didn't know, you might think that this was on player A when it might have really been on uh, player B or C. And um, he's continuing to work uh, very similar to the rest of our young guys. And we're trying to narrow down the things they need to get better at in the immediate future. We're trying to identify those things and prioritize them. And um, that's how you help young players. That's how you help players develop. Is um, you know, And I've said it to everyone here, is it's, it's very similar to getting a prescription. You know, you need to do A, B, and C first. And if you handle A, B, and C, then then we'll square that away and we'll help you get better there. Then we'll work in whatever those next progression of things are to help you become a better uh, player, short-term and long-term, for the next football game. And that's our show for today, Giants fans. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Check out my show here on Valentine's Views. Check out the Chris and Joe show. Please also you know, remember to, uh, to sign up on, on our website if you haven't done so already to participate in a discussion with other Giants fans. Check out all of our Giants Bears coverage this week and, and everything else at Big Blue View, our Facebook page, our Instagram page. As always, we appreciate your support and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.